This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to Save a Pooch on Pet Life Radio. I am Beverly Isla, your host. Our topic today will address increasing animal compassion through the generation of the children. Now, this approach may may not have a significant impact in our immediate dire situations, but over time, I think it's the generation of children and young adults that will make our future decisions. To discuss this topic, we have two wonderful guests to share their insight. We have Carol Novello, an author and founder of Mutual Rescue. It's a national initiative that highlights the connection between people and pets. Mutual Rescue's first film, Eric and Petey, also went viral around the world and has been viewed more than 100 million times, which is awesome. We also have Marla Stahl, an animal lover and author of several books, who's dedicated herself to combating animal abuse and homelessness in the U.S. When we get back from these messages, Carol and Marla will join us. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Super Mega Fish Oil. Get the third bottle free. Packed with omega-3, DHA, and EPA fatty acids. Super Mega is great for your dog's immune system, healthy skin, and soft, shiny fur. Dogs love it. Try Super Omega Fish Oil. Buy two. Get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Save a Pooch. We are talking with authors Carol Novella and Marla Stahl, who both take a stance for animal welfare and are spreading their messages in their newly released books. So thank you both for being on the call with me today. I wanted to cover this particular topic because it can be a debate for some, with arguments ranging from increased punishment for animal cruelty to remove the animals from hostile environments. But the fact is, both arguments have a say, but to me personally, it's just a a band-aid or putting out fires. And I strongly feel that addressing animal compassion from the roots, start with the children, the younger generation who will make the decisions later on. Now, now having said that, I'll ask you both, why did you decide to put your efforts in animal welfare? And I know, Carol, you came from the corporate world before starting your organization, correct? Yes, that's correct. I spent many years in high tech and then made my way into animal welfare. And one of the things that was interesting is when I made that transition is people would sometimes ask me, why was I helping animals when I could be helping people? Uh, and that's actually what inspired me to start the mutual rescue movement and to write the mutual rescue book. Because more often than not, when we're rescuing an animal, they're actually rescuing us right back. And there's a profound connection that happens between animals and humans. And it's important that we're shifting the conversation from people or animals to people and animals. Mm, good I love it. point. <laughs> and yourself, I love Marla? It. 
Oh, I just love what she just said. That's amazing. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. I know there are a lot of people organizations out there, probably more so than for animals. And I believe that animals don't have a voice, especially domesticated animals. And I'm all too aware of the, the bad things that happen to them. And I just wanted to speak up for them, do what I can to help them because I do feel they're underrepresented. And I love what Carol just said about helping people as well, right? (laughs) And so I am very pleased to learn about Carol as well as other organizations. The more I get involved in animal rescue and animal welfare, the more wonderful people I see out there doing things for animals. But the challenge is that we just can't keep up with the demand. And so so that's a big thing. So that's why I do help people, organizations as well, but I really like to focus on the animals because they don't have a voice and we have so much work to do there as well. Oh, absolutely. Now, Carol, your organization, how long has it been around? And and I'm curious to know, like, (laughs) your focus, you're staying on involving both parties. Can you elaborate on that? Sure. Well, so Mutual Rescue is actually a national initiative that was started uh, within the local shelter that I run. Um, I'm actually president of Humane Society Silicon Valley and then founder of Mutual Rescue. So part of the reason why that came about is because, as as Marla was talking about, people have this sense that, you know, giving to animals somehow takes away from humans. And of the $410 billion that Americans give to charity every year, only 3% goes to animals animal and environmental related causes combined. Really? Yeah. Oh my, I did and, not know. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And so part of what the mutual rescues goal is, is to elevate the cause of animal welfare so that people don't feel guilty, you know, like, oh, you know, I shouldn't be helping them. It's like, yes, you should be helping the animals. And guess what? When we help the animals, we're helping people too. And that's really, you know, what we're hoping to accomplish and, and creating mechanisms for people to engage more with their local shelters and their local rescue organizations. So Mutual Rescue was actually started in February of 2016 which with the launch of the Mutual Rescue film. But Humane Society of Silicon Valley, where that initiative grew out of, um, was actually founded in 1929. So we've been around for quite a oh, while. Oh, yep. <laughs> wow. And the Mutual Rescue, is there a specific approach that you take that helps people? I know there's some organizations that kind of uh, do a double whammy, like uh, therapy dog rescues. So I can see how that works. And how's your approach? Yeah. So we're doing a couple of things. The first one is telling stories because stories is what changes people's minds and hearts. So we put out a call for stories and then we created a number of short films that have have gone out and, and done very well on social media. The book brings in not only the stories, but also brings in the research. So it validates in our head what our hearts already feel. And then most importantly is actually getting people engaged in interacting with animals and shelters. So we have something called Doggy Day Out, where we're asking shelters all across the country if they're interested in putting together a program. We have a toolkit that they can download and make it easy. It's a low-barrier participation way that people can come and take a dog out for the afternoon and have the experience of interacting with a shelter dog. And that actually has accelerated adoptions and helped us get more animals into homes more quickly because people, if they're not in a position to adopt, then they end up advocating for that animal and wanting that animal to find a good home. And so the animal gets exercised, the person gets exercised, and there's some great social interactions that go along with it as well. Oh, I bet. Wonderful. Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) The the short films, where can people uh, find them? 
Yes, if you go to mutualrescue.org, you can see our short films. You can also learn more about Doggy Day Out. We have a directory there that lists the shelters that have Doggy Day Out programs. So if you would like to go do a Doggy Day Out, you can find a shelter near you. And there's also a search engine that can help you find animals that are available for adoption and shelters where you might want to volunteer or donate. Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> now I'll definitely that, be looking that up. Yeah. <laughs> Put it out on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> now, with all the headlines and uh, the petitions out there on social media regarding stop animal cruelty, I actually just watched one on a, on a cow. But what is your opinion on addressing that by educating the children? Let's go with you, Marla, because your books are actually geared towards kids. Yes. Well, I think about compassion in general in any facet of life. We have to start with the children. Yeah. Teach them compassion yeah. early on, not wait till they're an adult and try to change all those habits and strongly held beliefs. And a story that's not even related to dogs, but in my own family, when I was about nine years old, my mom was a heavy smoker, and apparently I'd had a class in school saying that you know people can get lung cancer and die. And we were walking up a flight of steps one day, and... Uh, my mom is really struggling to catch her breath, and my nine-year-old self said, Mommy, I don't want you to die. And she said, What? <laughs> and I told her what I'd learned in class. And the next day, she quit smoking cold turkey, and she never picked up a cigarette again. I believe if, you know, we were talking, Carol was talking about emotions, right, and your head and your heart. I believe if we can get kids to have that kind of visceral, you know, hard held reaction to things that are happening to dogs and they go home and they share it with their families and they're emotional. They might touch their parents' hearts. They might touch their older siblings' hearts. They might touch Mm -hmm. their friends' hearts and they're spreading compassion around. And um, I think it's really, really important to start really early with that. And I think people will pay attention to that. When young kids are upset, people pay attention. And I think it's important. That's awesome. Have you infiltrated the, uh, oh, that word, um, infiltrated the children's schools? <laughs> I do. I go locally to schools. I'd like to do a few more this coming year, but I do go um, to all kinds of schools, everything from inner city schools to international baccalaureate schools and special needs schools, um, talking with the kids. Some schools have a particular curriculum they want me to follow. Others, we just kind of free flow it. One school in the city, kids were, I had to hold back my tears. I had four groups of kindergartners, and by the third one, I was about to lose it because each one was talking about how their family members had, or neighbors had dogs that died. Some were shot, some were hit by cars, and, you know, we just had to stop and, and process that. And talk about kindness to animals and talk about how to stay safe if a a stray dog approaches you that you don't know and, you know, all of that. And so we ended up having some wonderful conversations, but the heavy-duty things they were feeling with those emotions, I had a hard time with that. I really did. And I'm hoping that I can implant a little bit of positivity and compassion and strategies in their little minds to help out with that. That just reminds me. I saw this uh, article on Facebook. And it was so fascinating. I don't know, if Carol, if, if this is something you already do with your, with your organizations, but they had young children go to dog shelters and they showed images of these children, one children per dog shelter, and they were reading to them. And apparently the, there were studies that did show a boost of morale in both children and dogs. I found that so, it's interesting and it was innovative to me. They do that in my yeah. community, actually. Really? Yes. Uh-huh. In fact, I told a friend about it, and she takes her kids all the time. It's wonderful. Oh, okay. And then have you found any um, results from that? 
Well, she's a great mom raising some compassionate kids, so I can't use that as a, a standard because I think they're going to grow up to be compassionate people anyway. So. Well, it, yeah, a couple of things on that. Um, I actually talk about um, rescue animals and reading programs in the Mutual Rescue book, and it's very interesting because it actually does show that the children's reading levels improve. There's oh. an element of, of non-judgment that the kids experience. So there is research out there that demonstrates that reading programs in shelters can make a difference in children's reading comprehension, which is very exciting. So the research backs up those programs. And in the context of, of teaching children compassion, I couldn't agree more with Marla. We have a program at Humane Society Silicon Valley called Compassion in Action, where children come in and they spend time with the animals and they have an opportunity to, to develop a sense of that animal and really understand that an animal's behavior is not who that animal is. And it, it actually ends up teaching them compassion for not only the animal, but also for themselves. So we've had children come back and say, oh, my gosh, I understand that just because the animal's behavior might not have been okay, that doesn't mean that animal is bad. And then they're actually able to extrapolate that to themselves. So we do a lot of work with at-risk youth as well, where that is okay. incredibly important. Yes. For yes. social and emotional learning. Yeah. And, but, you know, when, when Marla was talking earlier about how, you know, she responded to her mom and saying, mom, I don't want you to die. We absolutely see that in our compassion and action program, which is our kids come here, they learn about kindness to animals, how to treat animals, and then they go home and they tell their friends and family. So, you know, you mentioned earlier about, oh, you know, teaching kids is going to have an impact in 20 years. And actually it has an impact now because of the fact that they're actually by teaching the children, we are teaching the adults. Yes. Oh, that's a great connection. <laughs> super, super. Yeah. Well, we're going to go on a quick break, and we'll continue with our guests, Carol Novella and Marla Stahl. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Has your pet ever suffered from digestive issues, anxiety, or joint pain? We want to address these issues and more with high-grade CBD oil from Alpha, made specifically for your furry friends. Using Alaskan salmon oil as a carrier, Alpha Pet's 500 CBD oil is lab-tested for quality, consistency, and safety. Plus, we are giving Pet Life Radio listeners 25% off and free shipping with code PL25 for a limited time. So visit myalphacbd.com dogs now. That's my alpha cbd.com forward slash dogs because your furry friends are family let's talk pets let's talk pets on pet life radio pet life radio pet life radio dot com Welcome back to Save a Pooch. We are talking with authors Carol Novella and Marla Stahl, who both contribute to spreading the message of animal compassion in their own ways, be it their organizations or their newly released books. So let's talk a bit about your books. Now, Carol, you released How Adopting a Homeless Animal Can Save You Too. And Marla, you have a line of wolf books. I <laughs> love that line. With the newest one called Wolf Books Teachable Moments. So what's the synopsis of, of your book and what do you hope to, to teach with it? 
Well, my that well, those teachable moments one basically is a synopsis of all the books I've written, so that people can get an idea of the values that run through all of them. So I have five different books, and they have slightly different. Each one has a slightly different focus. The one that would be the most relative to what we're talking about right now is the first one. Can sugar come out to play? Sugar is my little rescue dog, and you know when rescue dogs come to us, they're a little bit scared, right? And they have mm-hmm. to learn to trust. And she has gone from a scared little dog to a happy, waggy, wonderful little baby. And she's still scared of my toaster and things like that. But she knows that this mommy will never, (laughs) ever hurt her. Yeah, (laughs) that's cute. Um, But she knows this mommy will never, ever hurt her and will always love her. And and that's the message that I try to get across um, in that book, as well as unconditional love. You know, you hear so often that people adopt a dog and it doesn't work out and they take them back to the shelter. Yeah. Sometimes there are circumstances where you absolutely have to for, you know, safety and, you know, I've heard some some bad stories. But for the most part, you know, just because they're sick or you get tired of them or whatever, that is not an excuse. You know, you adopt a dog, it's a lifetime commitment and you love them unconditionally no matter what, just like you would a family member. And so I put that in there. There's a little bit of diversity in there. She has a diversity of new friends that she makes in her new yard. And it's really all about kindness to animals and that unconditional love to our pets. Awesome. And you have three rescue dogs, right? Oh. I have had three. This, I oh. have one at a time, generally. I have one at a time, oh. but I have had three rescue dogs. And, and Carol can tell you this, too. There's something about, all dogs are wonderful, but there's something about rescue dogs where I swear to you, they know that they've hit the jackpot. <laughs> mm, they yeah. know that I'm safe now. I'm always going to be loved now. There's like a gratitude that just emanates from them. Don't you think, Carol? No, I absolutely agree, for sure. Oh. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> cool. And that's your first book. So you have five? I have five altogether. So that's one. I have one that's called Lucy the Amazing Wonder Dog. My second little black rescue dog. Um, it's really kind of a fun thing where kids can use their imagination a little bit. I have one that I want to talk about. It's called Mason the Ambassador Dog, about a real dog in Puerto Rico. Um, if you ever watch the Animal Planet, there's a show called Amanda to the Rescue, and one uh-huh. of the shows was about a place called Second Chance Animal Rescue in Puerto Rico, and a little dog named Mason who uses a doggy wheelchair. And I've been supporting them for a long time and wrote a book about Mason, and he's been a superstar. He was on December 2018. He's on a show on TV, just a wonderful rescue in Puerto Rico, and that is all photographs and showing kids what a real animal sanctuary is like. Oh, and cool. So I have and that. It also comes in Spanish. <laughs> Ah, okay. <laughs> What's the name of the show? Can you repeat that? The show, um, if you want to look it up, is was called Amanda to the Rescue. It was on for one season, and the, it was on the Animal Planet. The particular uh, episode was on December 2nd, 2018. Oh, okay. Perfect. And you actually can see the founder of the organization and, and watch them actually rescuing dogs, and you can see Mason. And it's particularly important to me because of Puerto Rico, there has always been an issue with between 100 and 300,000 stray dogs on the island. And when I've been there, the whole reason I contacted Bonnie, I was so upset by what I saw on the island. And especially after the hurricane, it's only gotten worse. So that is a, a really big one for me, that, that book, because I use that as a fundraiser for them. So in fact, Bonnie was up on the mountain for like 50 days or something ridiculous before anybody could get to her with 150 dogs by herself, oh, my um, gosh. trying to take care of them. And we actually had to airlift in some supplies for her. So that's a big one for me as well. So that's a very, it's more educational, very educational piece for kids mm-hmm. who are probably maybe a little bit older. And a couple other fun ones that I have, I could talk to you about later, but I don't want to take all your time because I know Carol needs to talk as well. But we have one called Sugar Goes to the Dentist, which is just fun for little kids. And one called The Adventures of Grandma Charlotte, which is a true 
story about one of my mom's best friends who went on into her 80s on adventures all over the world helping others, including animals. And she's a cat lover. So those are all out there. Awesome. And where can people find them? Is that wolfbooks.com? Wolfbooks.com. If you look up on Amazon, look under my name. It's not under Wolfbooks, so under Marla Stahl. But if you go to my webpage, you can click and it will take you right to the page. Perfect. Awesome. (laughs) And Carol, your new one called How Adopting a Homeless Animal Can Save You Too. Now, is that based on um, your work or is it fiction? Well, so it's actually called Mutual Rescue, How Adopting a Homeless Animal Can Save You Too. Okay. And it is based on the work of Mutual Rescue, how that came about, and it tells stories of Mutual Rescue, how adopting a rescue animal has transformed a person, and it also brings in the research behind it. So the book is divided into four different sections, heart, body, mind, and connection. Mm, And in each of those sections, it talks about various aspects of being human. Uh, So for example, in chapter one under heart, we talk about courage and trust and resilience. In the body chapter, we talk about overcoming illness and, you know, physical health. In the mind chapter, it talks about depression and emotional well-being. And in connection, we talk about relationships with people and purpose. So in each of those chapters and in those overarching sections tells stories that really bring various examples to life and then ties in the academic research that that makes it, you know, supports the data so that we really know it's not just one person's experience. The data is actually backing up what's going on. That's awesome. It's, it sounds it very is. holistic <laughs> in its explanations. Well, that was the attempt, and uh, yeah. and it also talks about how the Mutual Rescue Initiative came about, a little bit about my own story in the context of the role that animals have played in, in my life, the work that's going on at Humane Society Silicon Valley, as well as other local shelters across the country. So it's, you know, again, it's it's really about elevating the cause of animal welfare and understanding that we are, you know, connected to one another in very profound ways, and that when we understand that, it not it's it's great for the animals and it's great for people and it can really help transform our world and one of the things I like to say is that you know when you connect an animal with a person you enrich two lives but when you connect thousands of animals with thousands of people you enrich an entire community and when you can connect millions of animals with millions of people you really can change people hearts and minds across the country and I hope that by you know writing this book and getting the word out about the impact that it is going to help thousands and thousands of lives both for people and for animals absolutely oh that sounds amazing and uh and that's awesome that you're you're juggling not one but two organizations oh wow how do you do it carol <laughs> That's a good question, <laughs> but it's uh, it's definitely a passion and something I care deeply about. And you know, some of the films that people can watch at mutualrescue.org, there's more. Some of those those films are shared in the book in more detail. So the book and the films are interwoven together. And uh, there's more on the Doggy Day Out program in the research that substantiates why it's both good for animals and for people as well. So there's something I think for everybody, and we cover a wide variety of topics. I think 
one of the most astonishing to me in writing the book was actually addiction and how rescuing and adopting an animal can help people with addiction because addiction is fundamentally a lack. One of the symptoms of it or problems or sources of it is a lack of connection. And by adopting an animal and walking that animal into your heart and, and having a reason to get up in the morning, it can create a connection that can help with the many challenges of overcoming addiction. And, and that was most astounding to me when I wrote the book. I, I wasn't anticipating finding that research or hearing those stories. Oh, I believe that. That's awesome. Yes. I can't wait to read this book, actually, to be honest with you. I'm glad we connected today. <laughs> yeah. um, have, you, have you seen those things on television about the, um, the prisoners who were in oh, the program? Yeah, I talk about that in the book as well. There's a wonderful Amazing. story in Chapter 4 about a woman named Mary who was involved. There's a program up in uh, Gig Harbor, Washington. They've got a program in their prison there for women and really totally transformed her life. And when she got out of prison because she'd worked in that program, with, you know, working with the rescue dogs, she now has a successful dog grooming business and, you know, it's hugely transformed her life. Oh, that's, oh, that's a wonderful. good story. Okay, yeah, since we get story. off of ordering your book, Carol, I just want you to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll and be reading it ASAP. <laughs> where did you want to uh, get people to see where this, like, where, do you, where can people find this book? Yeah, the book is is available wherever books are sold. You can go to your favorite online retailer. It's on okay. Amazon, Barnes & Noble. It's on Audible. You can find it in bookstores. It's in Costco, Target, various oh. physical bookstores. So, yeah, wherever books are sold, you should be able to find a copy. And if you're interested in seeing the Mutual Rescue films, you can go to mutualrescue.org and see the films there. And also there's a directory to find a Doggy Day Out program near you. Perfect. Thank you so much. Well, I know what I'm doing the rest of my evening. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be watching some films here after dinner. (laughs) Get out the tissues. They're wonderful, but they're... Oh, Oh, I have to tell you my very first memory and probably why I'm such an animal advocate is uh, my very first memory in life. I was about three years old and my family took us to see Bambi, my brother and I. Oh, my gosh. And when mommy got shot, I was crying so loudly and so hard and shaking they had to take me out of the theater and that is my first memory of being taken out of the theater and held and consoled and to this day I mean you know everything with people is you know horrible things going on that touches my heart too but all I have to do is hear an animal whimper or see anything that says oh get your tissues for this and I'm a mess already you know those those movies like Marley and Me and all that I can't I can't even (laughs) yeah well, the new Bambi is out. <laughs> no, I oh, won't gosh. be saying that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I will tell you, they're tears of joy, Marla. They're not tears of, of yeah. I mean, you cry, but you will you will finish watching the films and feel inspired and, and delighted and just Good. renewed in, in your desire to continue doing what you're doing. And, and I thank you for all of the work that you're doing to get the word out and, and Beverly for, you know, helping us spread the word. Absolutely. We're all connected. Speaking of connections. <laughs> so I do well, donate um, a portion of my proceeds every month to different animal rescues. So I just want people to know that as well. It's not uh, just informing, but also um, since I don't have obviously the temperament to get out and do the life-saving work, I donate part of my proceeds to the people who do that. Once we're actually, you know, boots on the ground out there doing it. So I just want people to know that as well. Awesome. So yeah, if you're buying you know. a book and tell the children too, if you buy a book, you receive a book, you're helping a dog or a cat get yeah. medical and, care or, or find a happy home. 
Yay! Wonderful. Yeah, and all of the proceeds from the Mutual Rescue book benefit Mutual Rescue and getting the word out. So they're both for good causes. Perfect. Absolutely. <laughs> Let the flow continue. <laughs> well, we, are, <laughs> we are out of time, so I want to thank you both for taking the time today. And our show producer, Mark Winter, for making the show possible. You can check out Carol's work at mutualrescue.org and Marla's at wolfbooks.com. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show, please email me at beverly at petliferadio.com. So until next time, spread animal compassion. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.